Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 120 of The Pulse. David Miles here, and today we are continuing our four-part series talking about our 2020 vision. Last week, I sat down with Pastor Pete, and he kind of introduced this idea, this concept to us, and today we're continuing the conversation by sitting down with Rob Wood, Lindsey Bunn, and Mark Fisher, some of our pastoral staff, to talk about what exactly our 2020 vision is, some of the things that we're wrestling with, some of the ideas and dreams that God has placed on our hearts. So, welcome, everyone. Hi there. Hello. Hello. You ready for this? Hello. It's so yeah. good to have all of you here being a part of the Pulse. Pastor Pete, we talked about 2020 vision last week a little bit. What are some of the elements of this 2020 vision that maybe we're already doing, but we're looking to put a little bit more emphasis on? We've had a, an emphasis on reaching the two schools that, are, that we are neighbors to uh, for the better part of the year, actually much longer, but Mark has really put a special emphasis on those two schools. We're already doing that. We want to do more. Yeah. We're seeing new things that we can do before and after school program, for instance. You're leading all the small groups. We mm-hmm. have small groups all over the region. We want to see more of that. Absolutely. So those are some things that are that are happening. We want to see more of. There are some th- elements in here that are brand new, though, that we haven't tried. Yeah. I want to caution everyone as we get into this. I should mention, not every single thing is in this list that we do as a church sure. you know, with the kitchen sink. So, for instance, Rob's to my left. There's nothing in here that specifically says what's going to happen with worship. Or some of our great ministries like Stephen Ministry, they're going to continue. We love Stephen Ministry. It's not listed here because these are the things we think God wants us to work on. Take it like a family project. You know, yes, of course, we have to keep cleaning the house, keep working on the house. But hey, you know what? We're going to paint the living room this year. That's our, our goal. Yeah. That's kind of the same. It's an area of focus. It's an initiative for That's us. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that things aren't uh, important that aren't on this list, but these are the things that are prior- sure. priorities. Absolutely. I love it. So there are some things we've been doing that we're going to continue doing, some things that we've been doing that we're going to place more emphasis on, but there are some brand new things that we're looking at. What are some of those new things that, that each of you are maybe in, investing some additional time and effort and energy in over the course of the next five years as we pursue this 2020 vision? Well, we one of the things that we are going to uh, go forth and do is uh, we're going to do an exploratory mission trip to India. That's really exciting. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that and what God's going to do there. Yeah. What are some of the things that have maybe uh, brought us to this place where an exploratory trip to India is something that we're considering and wrestling with? Well, that's an interesting phrase, exploratory trip. If you're listening, you're probably wondering what the heck that is. Mm-hmm. And that's specifically uh, to some of the missions that are set up in Mumbai, India, and surrounding areas uh, with our connection through Asher House and New Life Fellowship in Mumbai. We're currently operating three schools, my wife and I, as well as small staff uh, called Asher House in Mumbai. And this is for, it's not necessarily an orphanage. I met my wife. That was one of things on our heart was we want to start an orphanage but God directed us a little, a little bit more towards education. These are Christian schools, um, basically kindergarten through second grade. Some kids stay longer than that because they have to uh, for other reasons. But uh, that was one of the distinct connections that we had here with NBC was a passion for missions. 
And of course, scripture says, go into all the world, preach the gospel. Jesus didn't just stay in the synagogue. He didn't just yeah. stay in Jerusalem. He understood the importance of getting the gospel outside of the four walls and not just, you know, over sermonizing and worshipizing sure. <laughs> the, uh, the already saved, but going. And, and we really believe that young people are some of the most fertile ground there is for the gospel. You know, a lot of times when someone is already, especially in a foreign country uh, like India or uh, in the Middle East, they're already so uh, indoctrinated with, with, you know, different religions and stuff like that. They already have a preconceived notion about who Jesus is. And to be able to reach young people who don't have that opportunity otherwise, probably, um, is really a crucial thing, I think, for the kingdom. And it, and it comes at a small expense to yeah. us comparatively. Um, so our hearts around that, and we had a great connection with Lindsay uh, being able to do that. So an exploratory trip would be just seeing kind of what already is happening yeah. um, in missions in, Indi- in India that NBC has partnered with through uh, Pastor Mark. That's fantastic. And one of the things to really make note of is, is as a church, our mission council, more specifically, really has a passion to not share the gospel with just one area of the world. There are a lot of different areas, a lot of different missionaries and mission organizations that we support. So, Pastor Mark, the fact that we're taking this exploratory trip to India doesn't mean that we're stopping other missions, efforts, or funding, correct? No, that's correct. And just to speak into a little bit from the mission council perspective and mission pastor for the last 13 years is we support like 15 missionaries and entities like Union Gospel Mission locally and also Corner of Love in Nicaragua. Many of you have been there. And actually, the last meeting, we were talking about possibly increasing some of those supports a little Hmm. bit. So no, not necessarily cutting anybody in that sense, but just exploring and looking at what God has for us as a church in the next step, and it could be something like Asher House, really could be. So I think it's great to have an exploratory trip into that region. And even just to think about other missionaries, uh, Elia Price birthed in our church is asking for some support to go to Japan, and Mm. so we're considering that in September. And the, also, just whoever's listening to this, thank you so much for the support for Mission Council. Yeah, just absolutely. The gifts given, the, you have to designate it, I get that, and you've been so faithful to do that. So thank you very much, because really, we have had the gifts and the ability to keep supporting every missionary since I've been here in 13 years. We've never had to cut them back unless they were retired or they changed ministries. So that's a great legacy that we have that I absolutely. see going into the future. So. That's really great. I'm looking forward to see what God has for us next step. And I just want to chime in on on missions. One of the aspects of determining a vision for our church is the uniqueness of of what God has for us here. Mm -hmm. The resources, the passions, the the people, and the experiences of those people. So we have Rob and Jess who are coming with this passion and experience and investment in what's happening with brothers and sisters in Christ in Mumbai. He shares that at the Kemp's cabin during our, our uh, leadership retreat. And then Lindsay, whoa, she, yeah. you had your own experience going to India and always yeah. this desire to go back. Mm-hmm. And then Mark says, oh, I love that idea. And then Sue Labrie says, well, sign me up. Mm-hmm. And then Kareem Porter says, I could see a partnership between our preschool kids learning about the bigger world that God's placed them in. Yeah. So all these little connections were happening. Sister schools potentially with, with our preschool and Asher House and... It, Skyping with kids on the other side. What an of the incredible planet. experience! I mean, yeah. really, really incredible. Absolutely. 
at the end of the day, this all comes down to investment areas of ministry, people, organizations that we want to invest more time and effort, more funding in. Another one of those areas is marriage ministry. We recognize that Mm -hmm. there's a need in our community to really invest in marriages. What are some of the things that we're looking at in regards to this 2020 vision to help strengthen and invest in marriages? Well, um, I'm a big believer in if you want to invest in the next generation, you have to start with the family. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that we want to do that is start with the marriages. Um, You know, all families are different and they all have different shapes and sizes. And, um, you know, not every family looks like a marriage, but I think this is definitely one way to start. Sure. Um, And so we uh, want to, this is something that I think we can it's a tangible way to invest in families. And um, so it's looking like um, starting a program that helps with date nights and Mm -hmm. helps with um, just investing in the marriage and helping them realize that they um, need to love God first and then they can love their their spouse and then they can love their kids. That's good. So We're gonna have a kickoff event on October, uh, Saturday, October 19th. And we actually have a meeting uh, Lindsay and I are being with uh, Josh and Emmy Bean to start pl- planning that big kind of kickoff event for couples to come and, and to kind of experience what that plan is. And then rolling out, I see Mark, you're nodding because as a marriage family counselor, yeah. you, you see the importance of this. It's very timely. Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, in the community and in our church. And just looking forward to, as most of you know, I'll transition into more mental health counseling in uh, January. But just marriages and marriages is, need our help and need our prayers. And even all of us, we need to continue to support our own marriages and yeah. help them grow. So it's not just others. It's us and then back into the church and into the community and Absolutely. into the youth group, the yeah. strong yeah, families. I, I'm looking forward to it. I think yeah. your point, Lindsay, about strengthening marriages so that there's a the strong family to invest in students is, is so vital. And as mm-hmm. youth director, you know the importance of investing in students. There's some some really exciting stuff taking place in youth ministry. Do you want to share maybe with everybody what's coming up? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's really exciting. We um, are about to unveil that our name is going to change to Rise. I love it. <laughs> Tell everybody Rise. about the name Rise. Why why you decided on Rise is kind of the youth ministry mm-hmm. name. Yeah, so it stands, it's an acronym. It stands for um, Relational, Intentional, Servant-Minded, and Encouraging. And that really stemmed from a bunch of parents coming together and talking and deciding what is it that we want our youth ministry to really stand for and really be um, a part of. And like when our students walk away, who do they, we want them to be? Yeah. Um, and so those were the four words that they they came up with. and. We really believe in that. So that's where Rise came from, and it just so happened to be a, a It's a word cool word, That right? actually, like, is biblical and, um, and means something, too. And so, uh, uh, yeah, and then this logo that's coming out, too, it's, it has two arrows pointing up, and it's, um, it, one is more bold than the other. And it's um, the more bold one is that we're a youth ministry that's going to point uh, our students towards Christ, mm. and the other one is that we have our our um, small group leaders that are going to be pushing them towards um, like the world, and um, so that they can eventually encourage other people yeah. towards the Lord too. That's good. I love that in youth ministry, small groups are a really foundational part of how you do ministry. And mm-hmm. Pastor Pete, as you said, small groups are a foundational part of how we do youth, or excuse me, how we do ministry in general at the church. 
and we have so many small groups that reach so many people, um, but we do want to create more space, more opportunity, uh, more variety in terms of our small groups because we recognize that there are people coming to Maple Valley Church who need to get connected in community. Our church is at a place where it's really easy to just walk in and out on a Sunday morning and not connect in community, not be known. And we think that being known is a really important part of being a part of the local body. And so we're looking to create more small groups, even this fall, more opportunities for people to connect in small groups, depending on their season of life. We have small groups for young families, for young professionals, for uh, families with elementary age kids and students and empty nesters. And we want to continue to do that because we think that small groups create a really special environment where people can not only connect in community, although that's incredibly important, but also study scripture, to pray together, to support and care for one another, to encourage marriages, all of these sorts of things. And so we're placing an additional level of emphasis on small groups as we move forward. I love that you come as you are. No one has to be a a Bible expert. You don't have to put on airs. You can just come and have community, something that we really want. People want to experience that we're feeling we're more and more disconnected from one another. Yeah. And to, to be part of a, a small group, that's the, the DNA of this church. I love that our, our youth director is, is making an emphasis on small groups. Yeah. And how, uh, partnering with Rob, uh, I, Lindsay, I just love how you've brought together 628 and high school, the whole age range together for a worship experience on Wednesday nights before they go to their small groups so that when they worship with us in, in quote-unquote big church, it doesn't feel awkward. So many times there's that youth group feels completely different from big church. Mm. Well, but it's the same team, and it's not just Rob, but it's Hadley and, and, um, Nick. and Nick and Jamie. Scorch. And eventually it's going to be all these other students. Yeah. There's no distance between us on mission. There's no, there's no disconnect between mission council and the elders, leadership of the church. There's no disconnect between what our students are working on in children's ministry. Yeah. There's no di- disconnect between what you're doing with all the amazing work with small groups and the next environment and the, and the other uh, programming that we have. Mm-hmm. So we're all focused and pointed in the same direction. We are that's right well i want to thank all of you for listening to the pulse this week hopefully this has given you some more insight into our 2020 vision over the course of the next two weeks we're going to share even more about where we're thinking god is leading us and uh, we hope this that this is encouraging and exciting for you hopefully you realize that god is truly at work and that we are being diligent um, to really seek out god's direction this because we don't want to go any place that he's not leading so i want to thank you for listening to the pulse this week and we hope that you'll listen to us again next week for episode 121 we'll talk to you soon bye-bye